This is Pastor Joshua Swilly, and you're listening to the Hope United Podcast. We pray that this message is a blessing to you. Will you put your hands together and welcome my mother to the stage, Prophet Deborah. Amen. You may greet somebody and you can have a seat. So excited. We've been talking um, about the prophetic community. And um, this is so key because I believe this is something that the Holy Spirit is really resounding and reverberating in this hour. And there's something that is resonating in our church. There's something that's resonating in the body of Christ right now. And um, it's almost like Jesus saying once again, those that have ears, let them hear. And so I know this, this revelation and the words being spoken are not just for our church, but it's really something for the body of Christ at large. And so I, I'm happy to have the woman that really introduced me to the prophetic, um, my mother. And uh, it's going to be an amazing day today talking about who we're supposed to be as God's community. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you would touch our hearts. God, let us hear what you want us to hear. God, I thank you for this unique opportunity, Father, that's like no other opportunity before. God, something that you're sharing with us, a message that is right on time for today. God, I thank you, Father, for what you're saying to our church. I thank you, God, for what you're saying, God, to your church, God at large in this nation, and across the world. Father, let us receive what we need to hear today. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen, amen. amen. It's a delight to have my mother and also my father here, Apostle Swilly. What a blessing. Uh, last week was amazing uh, with our incredible ministry team, uh, Kendi Ward, Eddie Polanco, Sandy Valmier. Uh, what an awesome job. Um, you know, every time, you know, at Hope, it's like God keeps on topping himself. Uh, but uh, we've been talking about God's community and how we're meant to be prophetic, how we're supposed to hear and speak God's voice. And this is what we were designed to do. This is what the vision of Jesus Christ is for us. If you've missed some of the other weeks, I encourage you, go back, listen to it on the podcast. It's been an incredible journey. To start us off, I want us to go to Acts 19. If you'll go there with me, Acts 19, verse 1. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior regions until he reached Ephesus on the coast, where he found several believers. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? He asked them. No, they replied. We haven't even heard that there was a Holy Spirit. Then what baptism did you experience, he asked. And they replied, the baptism of John. And Paul said, John's baptism called for repentance from sin, but John himself told the people to believe in the one who would come later, meaning Jesus. As soon as they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Paul laid his hands on them and the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. So... When they received Jesus and they received the Holy Spirit, 
when Paul laid his hands on them, the immediate thing that happened was they began to speak in tongues and prophesy. There was immediately a greater level of communication for these new believers. Both gifts here are communication gifts. What God is trying to say to them, what God is trying to say to us is he wants to communicate with us. He wants to have greater levels of communication with his sons and daughters, and he wants us to have greater levels of communication with other brothers and sisters, with others even in life. And so God has intended us to be this community that hears his voice and communicates his heart. Amen, and it is so good to be here today. (laughs) I love you all so much. Well, the prophetic, if you don't hear God's voice, how do you know where you're going? Because in a community like this, God always has a strategy and a place that he's moving us to, but we have to be able to hear what he's doing every day and every step of the way. That's why it is so important. And community is a group of people that believe the same thing. And commune means to converse or to have conversation in unity. And we must have one voice, one sound, one one direction that we're all moving into. Oh, that's, that's, that, absolutely, absolutely. Go ahead, continue. (laughs) I I know you want to. (laughs) Well. I'm more of a storyteller, so let me just tell you a story. When I was young, I I started hearing God's voice, and I thought everybody did. But, of course, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit, once you are converted, the Holy Spirit is the gift that has gifts in it. It's full of gifts, but the gift of prophecy is one that we need for, it says, above all, covet to prophesy. And that's what we need because we need tongues first. But, and discernment, the beginning of maturity is discernment. But you see how important to be filled with the Holy Spirit is. It is a necessity of life for the Christian believer. Amen? Amen. That's so true. Um, we are this prophetic community, whether you don't, are not ready to receive that yet, whether you may be trying to run away from that or trying to rationalize it away. The, the, the vision that Jesus has for his church is to be a community of people that are prophetic in nature. When we became a new creation in Christ Jesus, actually one of the attributes, one of the characteristics of being a new creation is being able to communicate with God, is being able to hear his voice and communicate his voice. And it's just, you know, sometimes we, 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 we get to this place where we get intimidated out of this word when we hear prophecy. We, 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 we want to back up. We don't want to touch it. We're, we're so careful, so cautious. And let me tell you, yes, his word is sacred. His word is unique. His word is beautiful. His word should not be taken for granted, but his word should be the most normal thing to a believer yes, and the yes. life of a Christian. Yes. And, and I'll, I'll tell a story as well. <laughs> um, this week, I was, um, I was just walking uh, Arielle. I was strolling her in the stroller. It was not a prayer walk. It was just a dad walking a baby, trying to get a baby to sleep. <laughs> and um, out of nowhere, God just dropped this thought into my spirit. He spoke something into my spirit, 
and I, I wasn't trying to think about this particular area. I wasn't praying about this particular area. But because I live a connected life to God, he's able to drop, he's able to speak things into my spirit whenever he wants to. And so I, I'm living a life that is connected to the Father. I'm living a life that I'm connected to my Savior and Lord. And so then whenever the, the Holy Spirit just begins to speak something, I could be doing something as normal Amen. as walking my baby. And, and, and that's what happened this week. And what I'm trying to tell you is as a community, as God's people, he wants the most normal thing that happens in your life is for him to speak to you. Amen. We lost this. We lost this in the garden. Yes. Every single day, God would come down in the cool of the day and do what with Adam? He would speak to him. He would walk with him. That's exactly what God wants to do yes. with us. Yes. That's part of what Jesus restored when he came to earth and he died on the cross. Can I jump in here just a second? When we say a prophetic community, prophetic is mirroring God, his voice, his heart to each other. And unless you have this relationship with him, people often ask me, tell me the secret to prophesy. And I said, knowing him, because when you know him, you, you talk to him all the time. I know that man. I've lived with him 45 years. But when you know the heart of God, that's what you communicate, not yourself. You communicate the heart of God to each other in a community. Now, let me do one little teaching here. The Old Testament prophet was for judgment because that's the only way God had to bring judgment on the earth. That way is done away with. When Jesus came, he brought a new and better way. He postponed and he, was the, he stood in place for our sins so we don't judge each other. Judgment, you judge yourself out of the word, but judge, prophecy is not judgment. Because you, what we're required to do is share the goodness and the heart of God to you, to sinners and Christians alive, to bring you to him, to draw you to him because of the love, to reveal the heart of God, which is a heart of love to you in whatever situation you are in life. But when you come into this community, you should feel the love of God. You should hear the love of God because that's what a prophetic community is. Amen. Amen. There is this event that happened 2,000 years ago, and it changed prophecy forever. Yes. It changed how prophecy is applied. It changed how prophecy functions. Yes. And that is the, the, the cross of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ redeemed man, it, 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 it changed how prophecy functions. So now when I'm prophesying, I'm prophesying through the lens and understanding of the redemption of mankind. So now I'm not prophesying the same way that they would prophesy in the Old Testament. Why? Because there's a different element at play that changed the way that we use prophecy. And that is the redemption of mankind. Now sin has been atoned for. Now judgment has been deferred. So now prophecy has to function a little bit different. Now, function, uh, prophecy is functioning with, with the attribute of grace attached to it. Now the grace that Jesus Christ applied on the cross. So uh, uh, one thing I want to touch on, though, is that um, this concept where we get intimidated because we hear someone else prophesying 
in a particular way. And we have to realize prophecy doesn't always sound the same. One person could prophesy and and it sounds uh, very specific, like they've been reading your mail, like they've been, you know, dropping in on your life uh, during the week. And another might just sound like this incredible, encouraging word from the Lord. You know, God is going to speak uniquely through each and every one of us. And, And it's the wrong thing to approach it from a standpoint of, I need to sound like this person when I prophesy. It needs to sound this particular way or that particular way. That's just the same as putting God in a box and saying, God, you have to speak this way. We should come and approach God from this direction. God, my desire is that you move, but I'm not going to tell you how to move. God, my desire is that you speak, but I'm not going to tell you how to speak. God, my desire is that your spirit move. But I'm not going to put any limitations or restrictions on it. I was speaking with the class yesterday, the prophetic class that's 4 o'clock, everyone. But yesterday I said, when, whenever I feel that the Lord wants to use me, I say, Holy Spirit, go before me. I have nothing to say unless you speak. I have nothing to say. Because people don't need to hear what I have to say. But they do need to hear what he has to say. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Have the courage to let God speak through you in a unique way. And and, and let God use your voice. We should have an expectation that God will speak through us, but not have an expectation of how. There is a flexibility that we have to have as believers as we're moving in representing him with his voice. When we speak his word, we're representing him. And, and, And so... prophecy, we we have to ask ourselves, is it needed? You know, I I think a lot of times we grapple with this. Is prophecy needed? Is is it something that is, you know, a bonus in the spiritual realm? Is it something that's an extra? Is it an addition, a great addition to our life in Christ? Or is it essential? Essential. Is it critical? (laughs) Critical. Okay, I guess you're you're answering the question. I, I believe... That it's essential for, for the life, Amen. for us to function the way that we were designed to function as Christians. We have to be hearing and applying God's word Amen. in our lives. Um, without a word from God can come all kinds of unnecessary hardship, trouble, temptation, frustration, even loss of faith. When we're not hearing God's voice correctly. You know, the Bible says, you know, my sheep, this is what Jesus said, my sheep will know my voice and they will follow me. You know, it's so critical that we are hearing God's voice. How in the world do we think we're going to follow Jesus correctly if we're not hearing him? It's it's as simple as, hey, come over to my house this afternoon. Unless you have the directions and the address, how in the world are you going to get there? It's that simple. God wants to lead us every single day. There's an assignment in every single day. It doesn't matter how simple it is, how you may think it, it doesn't mean it might be someone's salvation. Their salvation is at stake if you are not listening to the voice of God. That is so true. 25 years ago, God gave... One prophetic word that changed so much. It changed our life forever. 25 years ago, 
God spoke for us uh, to move to South Florida and start a church. And because of obedience to that prophetic word 25 years ago, thousands of people have been impacted for Jesus. And eight years ago, God spoke for us to give this ministry to our son and daughter-in-law. It was a word from the throne of God, a timely word, right on time. And that's why it is so critical for God's voice to lead us. One word in the middle of a transitional moment can make all the difference. You know, because of a, a prophetic word that we moved the church to Pembroke Pines and we've seen so many miracles happen, those things would not have happened if we didn't respond correctly to his word. We could go on and on and talk about the necessity or the importance, the value of a prophetic word. You know, a prophetic word can help you to to break out of a cycle of, uh, it can, it can help you break through glass ceilings. It can uh, help you walk through open doors. It can help you see what the strategy, the design of God is for your life. But it's so important to understand one word from God can change everything. Whether you hear it in a sermon or you hear it on a podcast or you hear it after church or you hear it from a family member or a friend or it's you speaking the prophetic word. It's the healthiest thing for a Christian to do to hear and to share God's heart. Prophecy. And you will realize when you are hearing him every day, you will hear him out of a person talking to you, or you'll hear him, and they won't be saying, thus saith the Lord, they'll just be in conversation. I have heard him out of the mouth of a child. I have heard him out of a, a person I know that doesn't have the baptism, but they're a Christian. He speaks through people, and you can recognize the voice of God in anything. Amen? Amen. A few years back, God gave us a word about this being a house of Joseph's. Now, What that basically meant for us was that God was going to raise up entrepreneurs and business leaders and business owners from this house. And the incredible thing is when we first spoke that prophetic word, when Pastor Kerr and I first started to to proclaim that, declare that, prophesy that, there was not but maybe one or two business owners in the church. But what was so amazing, and this is what's amazing about prophecy, is the more that we would declare that prophetic word and begin to put action behind that prophetic word, something began to stir in the church. Something began to stir among the people of hope, and we started to see one person after another person after another person start a business, start a nonprofit, start this, start that, begin to do things that we never thought was possible. Why? Because of a prophetic word. It spoke, and it began to stir the hearts of men. It began to provoke spirits to action and the reason that that the reason why a prophetic word you can see the fruit of it because when you speak the voice of God on the earth it always bears fruit when God said when God said Adam name the animals and that what you call them that's what they'll be well that is such a pattern of life for us when we speak on the earth when we speak his words we bear fruit when we speak to our children and we say you are so awesome you are a powerful man of God woman of God when you speak those words you declare that over them they grow into that because that's what they hear that's what they become just like when we speak 
to an animal. That's still what it is today. And that's what you declare for your family. That's what you declare when you declare for your house of God. When you declare you will have businessmen because you've heard from God, you speak it and it will happen. Amen. Where would you be today without a prophetic word? I believe that we are the place that we are today because of the product of certain prophetic words, well-timed words that God has spoken into our life that have caused us to take the right direction, caused us to be encouraged in certain seasons, caused us to be strengthened in our faith, in our resolve in other seasons. I want you to go with me to Matthew 16, 13 for a second. And I want to tell you about Jesus' vision upon the earth for his church. It says in Matthew 16, 13, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, you are blessed Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You didn't learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Such a powerful thing for us to get a hold of today. Jesus asked his disciples, who is everybody saying that I am? You guys, you've asked around town, you've interacted with other people. What are they talking about? What are, how do they see me right now? And this is so great because this really sets the prophetic mood right now. They compare him <laughs> to prophets. I love this. They, they're comparing Jesus to prophets. He says John the Baptist, which Jesus calls John the Baptist a prophet. He said Elijah. They said Jeremiah. They said maybe one of the other prophets. But Jesus said, okay, now... Who do you say that I am? What, 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 what are you saying? And then Peter jumps up and gives this prophetic word. Listen to this. Peter jumps up and says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus validates this and says, that's prophetic. You heard this straight from God. You didn't hear this from man. You didn't cook this up. This wasn't a late night pizza dream. God told you this. It was revealed to you by God. It was prophetic. And then in response, Jesus gives Peter a prophetic word. I love it. And he says, on this revelation, on this prophetic revelation, I'm going to build a community. Can you take a wild guess what type of community that would be? It would be a prophetic community. I love the ch- If you watch the process of this, I, I, I'm somebody that loves uh, lyrics and music and poetry. And when you look at the way this whole event unfolds, it says, who do men say that I am? And they start comparing Jesus to prophets. And then he says, but who do you say that I am? And then Peter, Peter prophesies. And then Jesus prophesies. And he tells the future of a community that would be prophetic, that would be like Peter and the other disciples, hearing God's voice and acting upon it and interacting with it, the prophetic community. So the prophetic community has to have 
the characteristics of Christ. Yes. The very characteristics of Christ. Christ is a speaking. He speaks. We must be speaking. The characteristic of Christ is he always brought people up. He always moved in love. We must have those characteristics. We are the reflection of Christ. We are the bride. The whole earth moans for the manifestation of the bride of Christ, which reflects him on the earth. And that's what we are called to be. When he, when he gives the revelation of who Christ is, part of that revelation is that you've heard from God. That's part of the revelation. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. John 10, 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. This is the type of church Jesus would build. John 10, 27. Jesus says it. My sheep listen to my voice. Everybody say listen. listen. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. This goes back to what you said in the beginning. How do you hear? By knowing someone. Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. This is the problem. Too many Christians trying to follow him without listening to his voice. What information are you going off of to follow him if you're not going off of his voice? That's a problem. That's going to cause problems in your life if you're trying to follow Jesus and you're not having conversations with him. Excuse me. There is no easy way to hear the voice of God apart. There is no way to hear him apart from relationship, apart from intimacy. And you have to develop your relationship with him to know what he's saying. But that's a day-by-day growth. Yeah. Raise your hand if you have a great relationship with someone and you don't talk to them. (laughs) All hands are down right now. Why? Because to have a great relationship, you have to talk. And that goes both ways. I'm talking to God. God is talking to me. And and, and God is raising up a generation of hearers that not only have the capacity to hear, but the boldness to speak. Who should speak what God is saying to them? Everyone. When God speaks to you and you know That he has spoken to you. And he know that you're supposed to speak. Why would you ever hold back? Jeremiah says it like this. His word is like a fire. Shut up in my bones. I cannot contain it. That's the way we need to get with the word of God. With what God is speaking into our spirit. We can't hold it back. Another way of saying it is Proverbs 28.1. It says the wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. Can I just jump in here and say this? You know, I know that we feel safe and warm in here. And we prophesy as each other's leaving or we are hugging each other. We give them a little word of encouragement. But listen, the most exciting place to prophesy is out there. Because they're they're dying in the desert with no word of God in their life. And I walked through a room at the doctor's office this week. And I turned around and they're all sad with their mask on and everything. And I just turned around and jerked my mask off. And I said, I'm smiling. He's so good. And I walked out the door. I didn't say who, but they have to know I'm talking about Jesus. I do it everywhere I go. Just the, it's 
you know, I, in the grocery store line, I'll grab the little girl ringing up my groceries and I'll just tell her the goodness of God. She's crying there in the grocery store. And I said, honey, it doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been. He's there for you. He's waiting for you. He's longing for you. It, it, you have the word in your mouth. You have to be bold as a lion. I go in to get my nails done. I sit down. I say, I'm right here if anybody needs prayer. They come. They hoard around me like little bees. They're hungry and thirsty. The world out there is thirsty for a cup of water, and you're carrying it around with you everywhere you go. Do not hold back. Do not be afraid. You have the word of God in your mouth. You, I I, I compel you to speak. Amen. And I think that's the heart of God. That's the, that's, that's the Holy Spirit within us that is urging us, that, that is continuing to challenge us and, and to communicate the urgency to communicate his love and communicate his message to a world in need. Let me just say, your light will shatter whatever darkness you walk into. The light that you carry, the words in your mouth, and that's what this world needs. Uh, this world needs his voice more than ever. You know, we need his voice in politics. We need his voice in education. We need his voice in the arts and entertainment. We need his voice to get back in the media. Good Lord. Uh, we need his voice. No, no other, no time on this earth has has it ever been that this world needs hope more than now? Yeah. And you are hope. You are a community of hope. This world needs hope. How does his voice get there? It gets there not by one person, not by two people, but by a community of people yes. that are speaking God's voice. There are some people that God will put in your path that they might not listen to me, but they'll listen to you. And other people, they might listen to you, but they'll listen to you. And so as we all function as a prophetic community, we are sharing God's word, sharing God's heart. I believe with everything that's within me, we will begin to transform our our world and transform our nation as we begin to speak the word of the Lord and speak the word of truth to 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 others but this this society this world this nation is waiting for God's prophetic community they're waiting for a solution they don't have the solution you look at them blundering around they do not have it you have it i have it we have it as the body of christ we have it as the prophetic community imagine what one word could do to transform things in your life, around you, and in our nation, in our world. Will you pray with me today? God, I thank you, Lord, that you are stirring us up and challenging us, God, to walk by faith, to walk in communion with you, to hear your voice, and to articulate your heart to others, God. I thank you, Lord, that as your Holy Spirit is inside of us, God, that you cause us to hear your voice. You cause us to speak with boldness. God, stir us up to walk in that identity. God, stir us up to walk in that reality. 
God, we were meant to be your prophetic people on the earth. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God the praise today. Amen. Can we give a big, big hand for Prophet Deborah? Thank you for listening to the Hope United podcast. Please consider planting a seed in this ministry. Any seed helps us get the gospel message out to those that would otherwise not hear it. If you want to give, please click the link below in the episode notes. If you're in the area, come visit us in Pembroke Pines, Florida. May God bless you and may you possess the promise God has for you.